Hello and welcome into another edition of the JK Pod. I am your host, Jonathan Kelly, and thank you all for listening uh, yet again. So we had another great day of MLB games yesterday, some great summer league, uh, started the Open Championship this morning, so a lot of good things going on, uh, but we'll get into it. So as of yesterday, uh, we went 7 for 11 on our picks, so great job uh, if you guys have been continuing to listen and continuing to go with what we say, <clears throat> you're going to go ahead and, and make some money. Uh, so yesterday we had the Mariners, Twins, Giants, Marlins, Yankees, Rays, and Dodgers all win for us. And then on the other side of things, the Braves, Phillies, White Sox, Guardians uh, actually went under that seven and a half, which was crazy. And the San Diego Padres on the losing end. Uh, so seven for 11 yesterday. Currently, so far this week, we're 16 for 25, so that's a 64% hit rate. Uh, so if you guys know, 64% is pretty darn good. Uh, professional people that do this as their full-time job usually hit around 55 to 60%. So if we can stay above that mark or right around that mark, we're doing uh, really well for ourselves. Um so let's get to some more winners for this evening, and hopefully we can uh, continue this hot streak and continue making money for everybody. Um, so the first one is going to be the Atlanta Braves. Uh, we're going to go with the Braves tonight. So after losing last night, don't think they're going to lose again tonight. So Kyle Wright will be thrown for them. He is 10-4 and four with a 2.97 ERA. And he has as many strikeouts as innings pitched this so far this season. So Wright's been really good uh, so far this year. And then in his last outing against the against the Nationals, he actually went seven innings, gave up eight hits on three earned. So I would expect a pretty uh, pretty similar stat line, but maybe only two runs uh, tonight <clears throat> for Wright. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, with him there. And then on the other side of things for the Nationals, uh, our old friend Anibal Sanchez uh, making his way back to the mound for the Nationals, making his first start of the season. Uh, so we'll we'll see if he has anything left in the tank. I don't think he's got much left in the tank, but we'll we'll see. Uh, especially not in his first start back on a major league mound. So we'll we'll see there. And then after losing two of three to the Mets, the Braves will the Braves will definitely get back on track tonight. Uh, so look for the Braves to to pick up that win over over the Nationals. Next up, we're going to go ahead with the New York Yankees to uh, finish up this series. Take two out of three from the Reds. Uh, Nestor Cortez is seven and three with a two seven four ERA. He did struggle in his last start against the Red Sox at Fenway, but he shut down the Guardians in his start before that. So look forward to uh, Nestor Cortez to have a, a good outing before he heads to his first All-Star game uh, so far this season. He hasn't been as great as he was in the early part of the season back in April and May, but definitely think this is where Cortez shows why he was a, a first-time All-Star. And then for the Reds, they'll be sending... Luis Castillo to the mound. He's three and four with a two nine two, and he has not allowed more than one earned in his previous three starts. However, I think the Yankees will buck that trend tonight and pick up a win. Uh, this is an uh, opportunity for the Yankees to add another win, win another series before they welcome Boston back to the Bronx. Um, the next game that we're going to take is going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, so as of this moment. 
here we are right around two o'clock. Uh, it we don't have pitchers yet for the Blue Jays Royals game. Uh, so it doesn't gonna it it's not gonna matter. We're gonna take the Blue Jays. Uh, we'll discuss the Royals side of things a little bit later, uh, probably towards the end of this. But let's just say the Royals won't have ten of their players uh, for this series in Toronto. Following that game, we're going to go ahead and take the Cleveland Guardians tonight. Uh, so Tristan McKenzie will be on the mound for the Guardians. He's 6-6 six and six with a 3-4-7 ERA. McKenzie has not given up any runs in his previous two starts. I do think he'll give up a run or two, but that'll pretty much be it as you know he's been extremely successful in his last couple starts here. And then for the Tigers, Elvin Rodriguez will be throwing for them. So far this year, he's 0-2 with an 11-51 ERA and five appearances and four starts for the big league club. Uh, in his last two starts, he actually gave up eight runs to the Blue Jays and then 10 runs to the Yankees. Uh, he also hasn't started a major league game since June 10th, but it looks like the Guardians should be able to uh, put up some runs tonight at home against him and definitely think the Guardians will go ahead and, and pick up a win tonight against Rodriguez and the uh, Tigers. Following that, we're going to go ahead and take the Dodgers again. Uh, <clears throat> so Tyler Anderson will be thrown for them. He's 9-1 with a 3-1-5 ERA. Anderson struggled a bit in his last few starts, giving up at least three earned in three of his last four. I don't think that trend will continue. I think Tyler Anderson will, will come out and have a really nice game for the Dodgers. And then for the Cardinals, Dakota Hudson will be pitching for them. He's 6-5 with an even four ERA. But... One weird thing that I found is that he's only got 50 strikeouts in 90 innings. Uh, so this guy doesn't have that kind of swing and miss type stuff. So definitely think with the Dodgers having a very, you know, lengthy lineup that uh, they'll be able to to put up some runs. Uh, Hudson also has struggled with giving up at least three earned in three of his last four. So here's a situation where both pitchers haven't been great in their last few starts. I think Anderson... Uh, think Anderson turns the page and Hudson stays on that page so we'll we'll see what happens there but definitely going to go ahead and and take the Dodgers to to win tonight over the Cardinals following that we are looking at the Mets Cubs game and we're actually going to go ahead and take the over seven and a half runs uh, Carlos Carrasco will be pitching for the Mets he's nine and four this season but he actually has a 4.55 ERA so what that tells you is that when he's on the mound, he gives up a lot of runs, and for whatever reason, the Mets score a lot of runs. Uh, and he's given up at least three earned in four of his last six starts. So that shows that he continues to give up at least three uh, three runs in his starts. So I think that trend will continue against the Cubbies. Uh, and then for them, Keegan Thompson will be pitching for them. He's 7-3 and three with a 3.04 ERA. He's looked much better as of late, only given up more than one earned in one of his previous five. But I think this is a situation where that streak ends, and the Mets can definitely put up some runs tonight. Uh, I think the, the Mets will win a close one here, but I'm going to play it safe, and I'm going to take the over seven and a half runs tonight between the Mets and the Cubs. Uh, following that, we're going to go ahead and take the Houston Astros. Uh, they have Framber Valdez on the mound for them. He is 8-4 with a 2.64 ERA. And then in his last start against the Angels, uh, Valdez went six innings, giving up four hits and two earned. And I see a very similar stat line for him tonight. 
And then for the Angels, Reed Demers will be on the mound for them. He's 2-3 and three so far this year. He has a 4.22 ERA, and Demers has given up at least four earned in two of his last three. So definitely think he'll go ahead and give up at least four once again tonight against the Astros, and the Astros will be able to get a comfortable win tonight. And our last MLB game for the evening is going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Corbin Burns is 7-4 and four with a 2-2-0 ERA and has only given up more than two earned in one of his previous six. And then as for the Giants, Carlos Rodon is pitching for them. Uh, he was added to the All-Star roster the other day, so congrats to, to him. He is 8-5 and five so far this year with a 2-7-0 ERA and has only given up more than one earned in one of his previous six starts. Uh, so for me, I look at this, I think this is a situation where Burns comes out and really showcases his stuff, and the Brewers are able to win a, a close game, 3-2, 3-1, something like that. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and, and take the Brewers uh, in this one. So that's going to be our MLB picks for today. Uh, hopefully we continue this trend, and we gave you some, some great games and some great options for, for this evening. And those are eight picks, so hopefully we can get six of eight, seven of eight, and ideally eight of eight. Uh, but as long as we continue our, our winning ways, uh, we're going to continue to make some money. So let's let's keep it let's keep it rolling. So now let's transition over to our NBA summer league wrap. Uh, we had a full slate last night. Uh, we're going to kick it off with the Bucks beating the Timberwolves, eighty-seven seventy-five. Um, Sandro. I'm going to butcher the name, but I'm going to try to say it. Mama Kulevsky, uh, he led the way with 18, 15, and 4, and also added in two blocks. And then on the other side for the Timberwolves, Kavon Harris had 16, 5, and 4. Uh, so <clears throat> both both teams looking like they're they're ready for the regular season there. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets went ahead and, and beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 91 to 80. Bryce McGowns had 24 for the Hornets on 7 of 10 shooting and 5 of 6 from 3. This guy can really fill it up, uh, and he's looking to uh, make the make the roster. Um, as for the Cavaliers, Ojai Abaji had 24 points um, on 7 of 13 shooting. He was 4 of 8 from 3 and made all 6 of his three thro uh, free throws. Now, if Abaji can do this, he's definitely going to be in the mix for the Cavs this season as a 3-and-D type player for, for them. Uh, next up, the Pelicans beat the Wizards 106-88. Um, Pelicans have looked uh, pretty good overall, and they definitely have a nice young core over there. Uh, Davidas Servetis had 25-5 and five for them. And then as for the Wizards, South Florida's own Vernon Carey Jr. added in 11 points and four boards in only 19 minutes. Uh, so it looks like he'll be he'll probably make the roster as a backup rotation big for for them. Um, next up, the Raptors beat the Jazz in a close one, 80-74. For the Raptors, DJ Wilson had 22 points, uh, so he had a had a very nice game for them. And just a quick funny story about DJ Wilson. Um, I was actually staying in Memphis, right across the street from their arena as the Grizzlies were interviewing me for uh, a position with them and walked into the hotel lobby and there's DJ Wilson standing there. And let me tell you, he is taller than what he's listed at. He's listed as 6'10". 
but he was probably maybe an inch shorter than Giannis. Uh, <laughs> this guy, I don't know. I don't know how he hasn't been able to to stick in the league and, and get some minutes. Uh, but hopefully, this is the start of of something for him. So besides hit, besides that, our uh, our guy Jeff Doughton, uh, URI's own, had 19 in that game as well. And then as for the Jazz, they had nine guys score between five to 12 points. So really. Uh, dishing it all the way around, seeing who you know will will make their roster as they potentially move on from Donovan Mitchell already traded Gobert and looks like they're in the tank for uh, Weminyama. Uh, next up, the Philadelphia 76ers picked up their first summer league win with a 75-71 win over the Heat. Trevlin Queen for the 76ers had 16-5 and four. Uh, if you guys don't know about Queen, he was actually the G League MVP and G League Finals MVP last season. So this is a guy that can definitely come in and, and provide the 76ers with some scoring off the bench. And then as for the Heat, Javante Smart uh, had 20 points. But to get those 20 points, he did take 26 shots. So he's definitely a volume shooter, volume type scorer. Um, not sure if he's going to be able to fit in with that heat culture, uh, but we shall see. Uh, following that, the Nuggets beat the Clippers 80-75. Matt Mitchell led the way with 17 for the Nuggets. And then Jay Scrub for the Clippers uh, added 18 points and 7 boards. And then lastly, our beloved Oklahoma City Thunder uh, improved to 2-1 and one with an 86-80 win over the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Trey Mann finally found his shot last night. He led the team with 15 points on 6 of 11 shooting and 3 of 5 from 3. So yesterday and the day before, we talked a little bit about Trey uh, really really hit struggling to, f- to find his shot. So hopefully he, f- he finally found it last night, hitting 3 of 5 from 3. And hopefully this is a, a trend that continues for, for Trey as he you know looks to provide some much needed scoring off the bench for for the Thunder this season. Uh, in addition to that, Usman Jang and Jalen Williams, the Santa Clara Jalen Williams, each had 12 points. Um, and then Josh Giddy sat this one out. Um, and then not much to write about uh, right home about last night from from Chet. He was in foul trouble pretty much all game. so he definitely struggled last night. But then for the Kings, Keegan Murray once again dominated. Uh, he had 29 points, seven boards, four steals. Looks like this guy is going to come in r- to the NBA right away and be a you know a 15 and and seven kind of guy right off the bat. Um, but yeah, d- definitely looks like the Kings are. We've said this a couple of times, but it definitely looks like the Kings are finally moving in the moving in the right direction. Um, so that covers our NBA summer league. Um, so we'll do our favorite time of the day our little New York Yankees corner uh, so we'll go through last night's game and and do a little look ahead as well so after being down four nothing last night the Yankees came back once again beat the Reds seven to six Luis Severino did not look like himself last night and he actually left the game with shoulder with shoulder soreness after the second inning he came out for warm-ups in the in the third inning and just called it uh, Sevy gave up three straight home runs, and he really did not look comf- comfortable at all last night. Uh, however, the bullpen combination of J.P. Sears, Albert Abreu, Wandy Peralta, Araldis Chapman, Clay Holmes, and Michael King only gave up two earned on six hits over the remaining eight innings. 
So incredible work by by the whole bullpen last night. Um, and then the Yankees were able to score five runs in the third on a couple of blunders by the Reds' defense. Uh, first, Jonathan India misplayed a hot shot right at him. And then Anthony Rizzo caught himself in no man's land in between second and third. Uh, but he was able to, to get back to second without a throw in the rundown. Uh, just a, a, lapse, a lapse for the Reds right there. But the Yankees were able to, uh, to capitalize on that and eventually came out uh, victorious. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton added a solo home run. And as we mentioned yesterday, you should have taken Stanton along with the Yankees to win. You would have doubled up. So hopefully next time we tell you to do that, you'll go ahead and do it. Um, it wasn't off minor, but he did hit one, and that's all that matters. And then finally, DJ LeMahieu scored on a wild pitch to walk it off against the Reds. And ironically enough, it was actually DJ's 34th birthday. So what a way to celebrate your birthday with scoring the winning run. Um, so like we said a little bit earlier during our picks, hopefully the Yankees will go out tonight with Nestor Cortez on the mound, pick up another win against the Reds, win another series before they go ahead and, and welcome Boston uh, to the Bronx. Uh, but some other notes, uh, not too much going on outside of that. Uh, as of right now, Cam Young is uh, leading the Open Championship. Our pick, Rory McIlroy, is two two strokes back of the lead. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is finishing up his round now, so we'll give you a definitive answer tomorrow where, where he's currently at. And then uh, Zalatoris struggled a little bit today. He's plus one. He's nine strokes back of the lead. So hopefully... At least one of those three guys uh, <laughs> wins, and it looks like Rory will be right in the right in the mix. He's minus six, like I said, and uh, only two strokes back. Um, also, we had some, a little bit of NBA news yesterday. So the Nuggets locked up Contavious Caldwell Pope with a two-year extension worth thirty million dollars. So, congrats to KCP on getting that extension. And then a lot of NHL stuff going around. Uh, some big names changing places. Johnny Goodrow signed with the Blue Jackets for the next seven years at 68.25 mil. Uh, we have Andre Palat, who signed with the New Jersey Devils for five years, 30 mil. Uh, NHL free agency has been crazy over the last couple of days. As somebody who's coming into the NHL game a little bit late, uh, it's very interesting to, to me to see how the NHL free agency works as opposed to N NBA, MLB, or NFL. So very, you know, fast, rampant, a lot of longer deals in hockey as well. Um, and then a couple other signings uh, of note, the Ducks seem to have a fascination with Rangers players. Uh, they signed Ryan Strom to a five-year $25 million deal and my guy Frankie Vitrano to a three-year $10.95 million deal. Um, and then on the flip side of that, the New York Rangers were able to sign Vincent Tr Trocek to a seven-year $39.375 million deal. Um, so a lot of stuff going on uh, in the NHL in terms of free agency and, and with the draft just fin finishing up a couple days ago. Uh, everyone's you know really starting their planning and, and looking ahead to, to the following season. Um, so it'll be definitely very interesting to see, you know, who is, uh, who will be there at the end of, of next season. And then back to the open championship for just one second. 
Uh, Scotty Scheffler is minus four through 16 holes. So currently he's four strokes back. So hopefully Scheffler can uh, get a couple of birdies in here and be right there in, in the thick of things uh, after round one. Um, so it looks like Rory and Scotty will definitely be in the mix. And that's two of our three picks. So we're, we're looking good uh, up to this point. So besides that, that pretty much wraps it up for, for today. Um, for tomorrow, we'll do our MLB picks like always. We'll do a nice Red Sox-Yankees preview for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we'll continue to uh, send you guys some picks and hopefully continue to, to make some money. One thing of note, too, is to keep checking the, the odds on AL and NL MVP. Uh, the odds last night and this morning for AL MVP changed, and it looks like Otani is now the front runner. Uh, what I'll say is if the Yankees win 110 games and the Angels don't make the playoffs, how can you give it to Otani over Aaron Judge? I'll just leave it at that. Um, I just, I just don't see a way of how you can not give it to a guy whose team has won over a hundred games and give it to a guy whose team is below 500. Uh, that would just be an absolute disgrace, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, besides of that, uh, tomorrow we'll give you our picks. We'll do a Red Sox Yankees preview and we'll lead you into the weekend. But outside of that, Thank you all for listening again and look forward to uh, seeing you all back here tomorrow. Thank you.